Welcome to Pointer Media's new podcast, Behind the Blue Crew. My name is Matthew Gnennon. And I'm Eli Lindsay. So Eli, how does it feel? First episode of the brand new podcast in the studio, getting ready to record. Oh, this is fun. Can't wait. It's going to be a good podcast. Yeah, we have a great show planned for you today. Here's a look at what we are going to be discussing. First on the table, we have a discussion regarding recent results of football, volleyball, soccer, and cross-country teams' playoff runs, followed by a discussion with Coach Leonard on his first season as the Mineral Point football head coach. Then we're going to quickly mention the recipients of this year's Player of the Week awards up to this point. Following that, we are going to sit down and have a conversation with legendary Wisconsin high school basketball coach, Mineral Point's very own Coach Burrison. And then finally, we'll be capping it off with a look at the upcoming list of events here in Mineral Point. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this first episode of Behind the Blue Crew on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Back on Behind the Blue Crew, before we get started with our first guest on today's show, we quickly wanted to recap the results of the fall sports season. We still have one team competing. However, three of those teams' seasons are over. And Eli, where are we starting off with? First, we are going to start off with volleyball, and we want to congratulate them on an amazing season. But unfortunately, they fell short to New Glarus 1-3 in the regional semifinals this year. So this year, the pointers, led by first-year head coach back again, Mrs. Cabot, finished second in the SWAL Conference with a conference record of 9-3. and three. Looking at the all-conference team, we'd like to congratulate Kennedy Cabot, Kennedy Winger, Blair Waters, and Mallory Lindsay on their first team selection. And we would like to congratulate Ella Chambers on her honorable mention selection in the SWAL all-conference team. But Eli, the SWAL is a really good conference, and every year Mineral Point is competing to get to the top of the conference this year, getting all the way up to second place. How does that speak to the ability of the girls on this team that work every single day for the results of this team? Well, I think it's just demonstrated in playoffs how dominant Swall is. Uh, Cuba City just beat Broadhead in a very hard-fought match, and Broadhead was the number one seed going into this, and Cuba was the two, and we almost beat Cuba, so I just think it demonstrates how good the Swall is. Yeah, and if you remember, Mineral Point lost a heartbreaker, a very entertaining match just a couple weeks ago in Cuba City, losing in the fifth set. But we would just like to congratulate the volleyball team on a successful season. Now, moving on to soccer. Back-to-back conference championships is really impressive for this soccer team. Really had high hopes going into the playoffs this year, unfortunately falling short a little earlier than they would have liked to. Yeah, Dodge Point soccer fell short to Edgerton 0-1 in the regional semifinals. Yeah, and Edgerton has actually been putting up a fight, taking Evansville, the number one seed in our sectional, to penalty kicks. Very impressive from that team. We would just like to congratulate Mineral Points selection to the SWC all-conference team. First off, Drew Hottenstein and Jared Wedig being named first team all-conference unanimous selections. And then also like to congratulate Hayden Bakken on being named to second team and Miles Hotaker on being named an honorable honorable mention with head coach Kyle Glynn 
being named coach of the year, co-coach of the year, that is, in the SWC Conference. Next, we'd like to talk about football, and we'd like to congratulate them on a great season. Yeah, the football team finishing fifth in this wall conference under first-year head coach Justin Leonard with a record of four and five in conference. We would also like to quickly congratulate the all-conference selections. Uh, Dominic McVeigh, Bo Hansen, Owen Ward selected on the first team. Moving down to second team, we have Leighton Bowers, Owen Ward again on offense, Will Shooty, Brendan Lynch, Dominic McVeigh on defense, and Bodie Bossert with Dominic McVeigh being named to the second team specialist. And finally, Will Shooty named once again on the honorable mention offense list and under specialists, Leighton Bowers and Bo Hansen once again for their work at punter and kicker. And Eli, very tumultuous season for the football team, obviously, with a new head coach and really playing a lot of teams they haven't faced before. So we'll talk more about this next with Coach Leonard. But how how was the football team able to persevere and get through all these tough points to have what a lot of people would call a pretty successful season, winning a lot of key games? Yeah, I really think the football team went through a lot this year and a lot of new opponents that we didn't really have film for. We just kind of went in there blind and didn't know really what to expect. But I think the football team fought through it all and managed to have a successful season. Now, finally, we would like to wish good luck to the cross-country team as they head to state today. Stay tuned to MP Blue Crew on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, and Twitter for updates regarding the results of that state meet. And we will get you results to that once the boys and girls races conclude. But we would like to congratulate the football, soccer, and volleyball teams on successful seasons once again. Next up on Behind the Blue Crew, an interview with Mineral Point varsity football head coach, Justin Leonard. We now have Coach Leonard on the show, head coach of the Mineral Point football program. We'd like to thank him for coming with us on the show today. Thanks for having me, and I'm excited to be here. Um, so, Coach, so this has been a tough year for you because you had an abrupt start. Just how have you took that? Uh, you know, it, it was a challenge. You know, it, uh, it was something that, uh, you know, was unexpected, um, but it was something that um, it was almost like a wave of change. And um, with a wave of change, you've got to embrace that. And uh, our coaching staff, I thought, did a great job of embracing that and looked at it as an opportunity um, for each one of us to grow and develop. And, you know, so we took it and we ran with it and uh, we did the best that we could do at the time. And for sure, we learned some things about ourselves as individuals, but I was very impressed with my staff on how they stepped up to the challenge. I know you talked about uh, the roles of your coaches. They've all stepped up into their positions this year on the coaching staff, but even everyone having to step up this year, what was it like facing all of these new conference opponents and even some non-conference opponents that you guys haven't seen that much over the past few years? Yeah, that's, you know, that's something that we've talked about. Um, you know, winning isn't easy. And, and the fact that uh, a lot of us had to step into different roles um, um, was a challenge, but at the same time was an opportunity. When we talk about our conference, you know, if you look back to the old SWAL conference, uh, you had to beat Basketball, Southwestern, Iowa Grant, Riverdale. And then if you beat Fenimore, you got in the playoffs, where this year there wasn't really any cupcakes, and one of those cupcakes was a non-conference game. So it was a battle each week. Um, and, you know, one thing about, about this year was 
just the fact that we had to get to the point where we had to do just our job, you know, and that was something that we promoted to the players all year, uh, and that didn't happen until the last game of the year, uh, but when everybody did their job, we were a very good team. Yeah, and it was very important for the program all year to really step into each other's roles and figure out what everyone had to do to be the best player individually and convert that into team success. So kind of, can you elaborate on what are some of those things, those key philosophies that you really teach your players? What do they need to know to be successful on and off the field? Yeah. Um, we kind of have a pillars of our program and I don't have them written down in front of me right now, but, uh, the biggest, biggest thing is we want to live above the line. So that's ownership, accountability, and responsibility. And we need to make sure if we're going to have success, we have to do those things. And that's every day, not just during the season that's in the off season, whether it be in another sport or not, uh, your representation, representing Mineral Point and the school district. So we want to make sure that we're doing those things. Uh, we absolutely do not allow BCD, which is blame, complain, and defend. Um, people that do those things never solve problems. And uh, we want to be problem solvers. We want to find solutions uh, to why things aren't working or aren't going the way they're supposed to. And so, you know, that that's our focus. is absolutely no BCD, and you can't play for us if that's the case. Um, on top of that necessity of alignment, uh, this is a team sport, and we have to do it together uh, regardless of our role, and that kind of leads us back to do your job. Uh, when guys start doing their own thing, you put the defense, offense, special teams in uh, predicaments that can cost you, and that was kind of some of the things that happened this year was, you know, uh, we tended at times to do our own thing and uh, the kids know that I'm always honest with them you know and so making that comment it might hurt some guys but that's the truth and they know it um, and in order to be great we have to do our job and we have to be responsible for that um, on top of that we have uh, the power of the unit so basically again we're doing it together um, and there's a number number of other different ones um, but the biggest one I would say is the BCD and then the OAR making sure we're taking care of those things as a group so coach um you guys had a battle going the last three weeks what would you say how'd your team respond to that and how did they really fight to get in the playoffs this year uh, you know that's one thing with this team that they get a lot of credit for is the fact that you know most people when they get put in a situation like we did and then on top of it play a difficult schedule um, at times that's a recipe for disaster where you can lose the kids and they can start looking to the next season and so forth what I was really proud of with this group was um, I don't felt like we ever lost them. I felt like they wanted to compete. They still wanted to play. Their head was still into football. Um, and I think the last game, even though we lost, was a culmination of what we battled through all year. Uh, I told the kids a story about uh, buffalo and, and cows. And uh, how that story goes is basically there's a storm out in Colorado. And what do cows do when the storm comes? They all scatter. They freak out and run in different directions. Where buffalo, they get together, and they're going to run right through the storm. 
together. They'll get through it together a lot faster, and, but they'll do it as a team. And so basically that storm is wave of change, right? If some, something bad in your life's going on, if something's not going well, you know, you've got to get together and you've got to go right at that problem. Uh, and that was something that we did this year, and that's something we truly did in that last game. And regardless of win or loss, I couldn't be more proud of the four-quarter battle that they put on against a very, very good uh, number two seed in Cedar Grove, Belgium. Yeah, definitely fighting through adversity all season long. And before we go, we'd just like to touch on your opinion on the contribution of all of the seniors on this team over the past four years on the program, all the different things they've seen and been through, and then giving a quick look into next year, what you're expecting from certain players and how they might grow into bigger roles on the team as seniors do every year stepping up. Yeah. Yeah, this this group was a special group. I mean, there you, you talk about talent. I mean, this group was as talented as the previous couple years group. Um it and the fact of the matter is, you know, you can do all the little things which are important and are very important to success, but having talent is kind of that X factor that can put you over the top and and you know, even though this record didn't show this year that we were where we want to be, can't forget what they'd done the previous couple years. You know, they were six and zero last year, and many of them contributed to that team. You know, the year before, I believe it was eleven and one. They only had one loss that year, and then in the year before that, we had also won a conference title. Uh, so they basically had two conference titles, almost three. Some people don't recognize that third one, but uh, finished number one in the state there. So that was impressive. Uh, they definitely had contributions to this program, and. Um, you know, I'm I'm happy and excited for them, and I wish them all the best of luck moving forward. Um, as far as next year, you know, I think um, in many ways, like this year, we're young at certain positions. Um, but I'm super excited for the young kids. Uh, we had some younger guys play this year at the varsity level, uh, actually more freshmen than we've ever had play at the varsity level and contribute at one time or another. Hopefully they can stay healthy because some of them uh, have been a little injury prone to begin their careers. But I think if this group stays healthy, stays hungry, stays focused on what they want to accomplish in life, and they do it together as a team, um, and they continue to challenge each other, challenge their coaches uh, to make them the best that they can be, uh, it's going to be really exciting moving forward with the Mineral Point football team. And um, again, I can't tell you how excited I am because it's going to be it's going to be great. All right, thank you for your time here on the show today. Once again, we would like to thank Coach Leonard for his time on the show with us today. Quickly, we wanted to congratulate the players of the weeks from this year up to this point. Starting off, we had Drew Hottenstein from soccer, an impressive performance in all of his contests, unanimous first team all conference selection. Next week, the award went to Ellie Robinson. She was named the SWC Female Runner of the Year as a freshman. And then the week after that, we had a surprising one with Gibson Spurley at Parkview Avenue with three rushing touchdowns. Very impressive performance from quarterback Gibson. After that, we had Jared Wedig, winning player of the week, also named unanimous first team all-conference for Dodge Point Soccer. Jared played a very impressive season at Defender, concluding a very impressive career. Uh, next, we had Blair Waters, who just been dominant all year and was named first team all-conference for volleyball. And finally, we had Annie Robinson, who finished just behind her sister, first team all-conference, very impressive year from her, and exciting to see what's going to happen with her career going forward.
Next, we'd like to talk about the upcoming seasons, first for boys basketball. And I think Coach Burson talked about it a lot, but there's high expectations going into this year. And next, we'd like to talk about girls basketball, which I think they're very high expectations uh, since they went to state last year and fell short in the state championship. But most of the team's coming back, and it should be a very successful season for them. Yeah, definitely excited to see what both of those programs can can do, can do continuing on the success they've had over the past couple of years now moving on to wrestling, coming off of two individual state champions, both of which have graduated, and a team state championship under Coach Fiedler. It'll be very interesting to see what this team can do once again, and we'd also like to wish good luck to the gymnastics team moving once again into the second year of their co-op with Iowa Grant. Lastly, we'd like to mention that for all Blue Crew themes going forward, please stay tuned to MP Blue Crew on Snapchat. Eli and I have been planning things out with input from a lot of other athletes, and we are really excited as to the list of themes that we have this year. We're excited for a full year of having a loud, packed student section. Right, Eli? Yes, sir. Thank you all for listening to this first episode of Behind the Blue Crew. We'll be back in a few weeks, but for now, I'm Eli. And I'm Matthew, signing off. Pointer Media's Behind the Blue Crew is filmed by Matthew Gunninen and Eli Lindsay and produced by Matthew Gunninen. We would like to thank Coach Leonard for appearing on today's show and thank you for listening. Please stay tuned to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts over the course of the next few weeks for the next episode of the show. Until then, thank you for watching Pointer Media's production of Behind the Blue Crew.